Dr. Lars Dingman, the iTunes Psychic. Subscribe for free iTunes Psychic, a top 10 iTunes podcast at iTunes Psychic on Facebook. Welcome to Psychic Circus. I am your host, Dr. Lars Dingman. Thank you for joining us. We're coming to you live from Nerd Melt on Sunset Boulevard in Hollywood. Wonderful to have you here. We have a nice group of people here at the uh, Nerd Melt uh, Comedy Showcase here. And we're doing the show live in Hollywood this week. As you know, uh, it's very simple. You tell me the last three songs that you uh, randomly heard. And from those song titles, I tell you uh, your future. It's that simple. Now, people ask me, how does this work? Uh, Since we're in a comic book store... Barry asks me that all the time. You'd think by now we'd know. Uh, Since we're in a comic book store, I will use uh, the comic book uh, uh, explanations. Uh, How many comic book fans do we have? By applause. You you enjoy the comic books? All right. Comic books are popular uh, because they, uh, they, they're they tapping into mythic themes. You know, superheroes. Those are, it's a modern clothing for stories that have been told uh, since the Greeks and the Romans. You know, the, the, the epic battles of the gods in heaven or on Mount Olympus or whatever. The version of that today is comic book heroes, right? It's Superman and the Green Hornet. Not the Green Hornet, he's a putz. But the big, the big uh, strong uh, superheroes. So these stories have been in the the human mind uh, for thousands of years, right? And uh, this is uh, my way of tapping into them. Music is a very important part of our life uh, every day. What music is, is vibration. Light is vibration. Everything in the universe is vibration. Uh, If you look at uh, Einstein's uh, general uh, relativity theory and uh, string theory that's being uh, posited now in the physics world, uh, science and religion are converging. The the, the world that we see, that we think this is a solid piece of, I don't know, melamine, plastic, something, it's not really solid. It's really electrons and protons and neutrons vibrating very tightly together, so we experience it as a solid thing. But in fact, the entire universe is only vibrating energy. And that's how this works. When you hear songs that you don't program, but when you hit shuffle or you're randomly listening to music, it gives the universe a channel, an open window to communicate with it. The universe is alive. People call it God. People call it Vishnu, Yahweh, Steve. People call it all different things, right? (laughs) But it is sensate and alive. And I've found in my work that through these song titles... Uh, the universe is able to communicate with people and either pat you on the back and say you're doing a great job or steer you in a better direction if you're screwing up. So that's how this works. That's why this works. And uh, you'll see exactly why uh, when we start. So uh, who who would like to be the first person to come on up here? Ryan should go first. He tweeted. Give Ryan a hand. Come on up here, Ryan. Nice to meet you. All right, Ryan. What are your three songs? They are, So You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star? Oh, okay, perfect. By the Birds. Right. Fill Me With Your Light by Clem Snide, and Kansas City by Ramsey Lewis. Okay. So You Want to Be a Rock and Roll Star, Fill Me With Your Light, Kansas City. Okay. What these three songs are telling me, these three song titles, is you are here, uh, and the way this works, Ryan, is these song titles, I, I see movies and pictures in my head, and then I describe them to you, and uh, we figure out exactly what they mean okay. precisely for you personally. What I'm seeing with the, uh, you want to be a rock and roll star, fill me with your light, You're, you, you, you want to be 
Are you in sh- are you in show business? Are you uh, not really? No, but you want to be. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's what these songs are. What I'm seeing here, Ryan, is that you are traveling. You are on a quest to become something that you're not. Right now, I feel uh, uh, you work. Uh, you work in a, a place with lots of fluorescent light. Do you work in an office, like a cubicle kind of place? <laughs> yeah. 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 And you do your, your typing, computery kind of stuff? This is incredible. <laughs> yeah, not everything is a mind blowing thing. Yeah. How many people? I get it. I get it. All right. You're his buddy, so you know. Yeah. Yeah. I, again, I'm seeing pictures and I'm seeing a pasty blue guy like you at a computer ready to hang himself because he's bored out of his mind. That's what I'm seeing, if you want me to describe it to you. All right? It's true. You're under that light and you're, you're not, uh, it's not where you want to be. That's not the light you want. This, these beautiful Klieg lights are the lights you want. Yes. Right? Because you have the metaphor in Kansas City is when you look at a cow walking around, yeah, you don't look at a cow and go, oh, that's delicious, right? Right. For it to be delicious, someone has to kill it and butcher it and put a nice ribeye on your plate. So it's in there. The ribeye is in the cow, right. but you don't see it with your eyes until you taste it with your mouth, right? Right, right. And that's the same with you. you have, you've, got a, you've got a cow inside you that wants to come out. That's true. You have a talent. And that's what these songs are. That, that you're seeking the light. I All don't right. even know yet. I think you do. Well, now you're making me think. That's my job. <laughs> and again, it's not me, Ryan. No. This is the universe. And, and I know listen, I know it sounds like bullshit. I, I know you think it's crazy. But uh, some psychics, they can talk to dead people, right? I typically don't do that. I can see past lives. I, sometimes uh, I was on the radio last week and a person's recently deceased mother came through walking down a staircase like she was B. Arthur. It was amazing. <laughs> These vibrations are very specific to you. So what, what I'm seeing is that there's something inside you that's not being fed right now, that you're not happy with, that you aspire to be more. And that's what the light is. White light is the ultimate vibration because it's got all the colors in it, right? right? Blackness is the complete absence of light vibration. So you've got all this white light coming on you. And it's, it's, it's like a... Did you see the, the, the movie musical 1776? Yes. Okay. The metaphor there is uh, America is an egg, right? And then the, the egg cracks open and there's an eaglet inside and we have a country and uh, it's lasted uh, pretty much for 240 years. Uh, you know, we go on the ropes every now and then, but uh, America will come back strong. That metaphor, that egg, that's uh, what's inside you. And that's what's going to open up, right? From the vibration. I'm, I'm, I'm seeing, uh, you know, the, the Greek pictures of the, the, the masks with the happy and the sad. That's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing, do you want to be an actor? Is that what it is? Maybe. <laughs> is it a comedian or an actor? Because they're different. <laughs> I don't know. We're going to try something right now, Ryan. I'm going to teach you a joke, a simple joke, and I want you uh, to tell it one way, and then we'll tell it the correct way. Okay. <laughs> Here's the joke. I'll, I'll, I'll tell it to you first, all right? Okay. It's, uh, it's simple. Anyone, kids could do it. It's a knock-knock joke. All right, you start. Knock-knock. Who's there? That's the joke. Okay. That's the joke. Yes, it's a fa- you can clap for that joke. It's a great joke. It's a selfish joke because really the funniness is seeing your face when you go, I, I don't know what, what is, who is there or why they are knocking. Right. So that's the joke. Let me hear you uh, tell it right now to, 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 to someone here. Knock, knock. No, no. You fucked it up. Ryan, come on. 
Maybe I'm seeing the wrong egg in you. Let's try the joke again. Okay. Andrew, you start. Who's there? Right, okay. It's a very small egg inside you. Perhaps it can grow. I think the key of this, uh, this, uh, this reading is perhaps awakening in you. This is the universe telling you that perhaps what you're doing professionally is not what you should be doing. Is that possible? We'll see. You can tell me if I'm full of shit or not. It doesn't matter. That's what these songs are telling me, is that you're doing something because you have to, not because you want to. I think I might have a lot of thinking to do. But you're not giving me... Come on. Be be real with me here. Be real. Do you love your job? I do like my job. You like it or you love it? Mm, Would you marry it or you just want to bang it a couple times and then go back on Tinder? (laughs) I'm, I'm a curator at the Smithsonian. I would love that job too. Yeah. Well, so you don't. Uh, you don't. Do you work in a? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I do. Okay. In an office. You know what? Uh, maybe that's what the egg is. See, this is where I, I get uh, sometimes I get it wrong because again, I see I'm seeing a catching egg, right? And what you're doing with your job, you're, you're helping people incubate knowledge of the world, right? At one of the most uh, incredible places. In the country, certainly, right? Yeah. So you, you, are, you are doing that. Is there a way for you? Maybe is it you're not doing it hands-on enough? Do you deal with the public? Not often. That's true. Okay, well, then that's what this is. That's the, I want to be a rock and roll star. Fill me with your light. You're working in the back while people are out going, oh, my God, there's George Washington's shoes. Imagine that. <laughs> that's right? true. That's yeah. true. Yeah. I think perhaps uh, what the universe is saying is maybe you should become more a part of the front-facing part of the Smithsonian. Is that a possibility? Is that something that would excite you? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. I think what the universe is saying is don't be afraid to think you deserve more. Believe. Don't think. Believe that you deserve more. Because you're doing the Smithsonian, like I have to tell you, is an amazing place, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I think you have like a teaching ability or you have a way to nurture. I keep seeing the egg. I think you have a way of, of nurturing uh, the love of history uh, for people, and maybe there's a way that you can do that uh, in a more hands-on way. I believe that's what uh, they, they were saying, they being the universe, not uh, they that uh, take the parking spaces and do mean things to you. Do <laughs> you believe in reincarnation? No. Okay, good. <laughs> I'm getting a past life for you coming through. <clears throat> I'm going to tell you about it. And oftentimes, in past lives, things that happen to you in another life carry through in weird ways in this life. I was on the, the WGN radio last week, and there was a person who uh, uh, I kept seeing a squirrel. I kept seeing a squirrel chewing on nuts. And it didn't fit in what he's doing now. And I said, I think in a past life, uh, you were a squirrel. And he goes, oh, my God, I eat nuts all the time. I'm, always, I'm eating a bag of nuts right now. And he was like a, I, I was doing it over the phone, but I could tell he was a nervous little bastard. And he was just always twitchy, right? Chewing on nuts. And, and this is a way he got fat and he fell out of a tree and died. That's how he died in the last life. And it shadows your current life. And what I'm, what I'm seeing, uh, uh, what I'm seeing uh, for you, I'm seeing a bison. 
I'm seeing a, an American buffalo bison, uh, and it, it's uh, out where they would leave in, live in the woods, or not the woods, but in the mountains. It looks like Yellowstone or perhaps uh, Yosemite. I'm, I think you were at the Battle of Little Bighorn. Wow. <laughs> which is where George Custer met his uh, uh, untimely end. Uh, but there were lots of buffalo uh, there, and he had uh, been not good to buffalo in his life. And you were there, and you saw Custer die, and you basically were like, eh, screw him. I'm glad he's dead. As a bison, you're thinking this. Right, right. <laughs> so you were a vindictive bison in a past life. That's what I'm seeing. That explains some things, I think. Yeah. Do you have a, I mean, you seem like a very placid human. Do you have a, uh, like if someone crosses you, are they dead to you? Yes. Wow. Yeah, you're his friend, right? Have you seen him cut people off? Uh, for, All the time. Is he, don't, don't bullshit me, my friend. Yeah. He's, so he has a little vindictive streak in him, would you say? Okay. Yeah. It's a lot. Right. If they get there, yeah. Okay, good. Well, you know what? That's your buffalo, that's your vindictive buffalo coming through from a past yeah. life. Yeah. And uh, uh, you, you, you took a lot of, frankly, a lot of delight in George Custer's demise. You led the jeering of that, unbeknownst to the humans who were around. But the, if Remington had been there and painted it, there would be Custer there. And in the background, there'd be some buffaloes going, <laughs> he deserved it. That's what I'm seeing. So I think, uh, um, I think, yeah, I think that's what they're saying. The universe is saying that uh, right now you should at least open up your mind and consider maybe become a docent or be, uh, become more of a, a public-facing portion of the Smithsonian because I think you have, uh, you've got something in you. That vindictiveness uh, could be used to teach children. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Scare them into learning things. It's what they understand. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I think to finish up here, what we'll do is I'd like to get you in touch more with your, uh, your vindictive bison. <laughs> now, uh, when you talk, feel, put your hand right here. There, on, on you. I mean, okay. You feel how that Ooh, goes in? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Were you a bison too? I was not. I could have been a bison. I don't. I can't see my own past lives for some reason. I wish I could. I'd never get out of bed. Um, you make. Uh, you can make noises from your throat and from your solar plexus. Are you familiar with chakras? The Indian uh, a little. Okay. There's different energy levels throughout up the spine through the brain. You have the the pineal gland at the top. You have the rectum at the bottom, and there's uh, seven different spots on the chakra. And the center one at the navel is the, the main, that's the, that's the, that's the uh, uh, O'Hare, uh, O'Hare Airport or the Jackson Hartfield in Atlanta. It's where everything comes in, right? It's where you're born from. It's where, you know, you, you're, you're hooked up to your mother. This is the central part of your being. So I need this noise to come from you. I want to hear the derisive chortle of a vindictive Bison watching uh, George uh, Custer die. Uh, I'm guessing no one's asked you to do this earlier today. Not today. Okay. It's in you. I'm sensing it. So try and get in touch with that. And from here, I want to hear that vindictive buffalo. Give it a shot. (laughs) That was from here. Really? Really? This is the vindictive buffalo. Do you feel different? Yeah. No bullshit. You feel different? You yeah, feel. This is good. All right. Yeah. What I want you to do is do that every morning when you wake up. Okay. And it will align these two energies that are in you right now and they're not, they're not, they're not hitting their mark. They're not in the light. And I think if you do this for two weeks, first thing in the morning, 
three times, that buffalo noise, an opportunity will come up for you at your job to take uh, maybe an unpaid something, but something where you get up in front of uh, people, and I think you'll find it very, very uh, rewarding and challenging. Great. All right. Big hand for Ryan, everybody. Thank you. Thank Thank you very much. Can we get Andrew on the stage, please? Andrew. Where's Andrew right, on the his stage? His buddy. Okay. Give Andrew a hand, ladies and gentlemen. Are you from, uh, you, you're from Washington as well? No, I live in L.A. Okay, great. Uh, what are your three songs here? Let's see. Uh, so I have Too Young by Zed's Dead, uh, Electric Pow Wow Drum by A Tribe Called Red, and Multifamily Garage Sale by Land of Loops. <laughs> Wow, okay. I do have to tell you that the last reading was very close to me because I actually have a connection to General Custard. Yeah. What is your connection? Uh, my parents' house was General Custard's sister's house. It's practically like your custard yourself. Yeah, I know. It's so close. <laughs> yeah. See, I, I, again, the difficulty for me is I get these, and we're going to get to your song titles in a minute. They're ridiculous. Um <laughs> Uh, but they, 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 uh, the way I receive the information from the universe is movies typically and sometimes uh, like snapshots, right? Okay. And I, I could have been picking that up. It was definitely here in the room. Yeah. I, I really thought it was uh, – uh, you were definitely a bison though, Ryan. You were definitely a bison. Let's look at this, Andrew. Too young, electric powwow drum. That would be the custom. And multi-family garage sale. Do you remember the show Mannix? No. I did not. I didn't think you would. <laughs> Barnaby Jones, Cannon, uh, any of these, uh, like in the 70s, yeah, yeah. you've heard of them. They were like PI shows. Rockford Files was a good example uh, on the network television. And uh, it, they always reflected kind of what was going on in the country. Like if you go back and watch old episodes of Chips, you see people with ridiculous haircuts and uh, strange clothes. Okay. Same thing with these old shows. And what I'm getting here is these are the kinds of things that you would see in a Mannix episode if it were depicting a hippie or a druggie. Okay. Right? Back in the 1974, when hippies were portrayed on television, it was very pejorative and negative, and they were goofy, crazy bastards. Mm. Too young, electric powwow drum. And multi-family garage sale. I'm seeing that you are... I keep hearing tribe, tribe, tribe. Uh, what, what exactly do you do? Uh, I work in the entertainment business. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, you work on a specific show? No, I freelance all sorts of different shows, but I work behind the camera. Okay, all right. So your tribe would be the tech people, the camera people, and the light people, and everything. That's the electric powwow drum. It's the people that make the magic happen, yep. Right. When you're in a band, the drummer is always in the back, yeah. right? Unless it's Phil Collins or uh, uh, the other one. Uh, <laughs> you don't see him, but if you take him away, the whole music crumbles. Because mm-hmm. you need the drum to yeah. keep the beat. That is key. So you are not in the light like your friend Ryan. You're not in the white light. You're not looking for the spotlight. Uh, you're the guy that makes the trains run. Okay. Right. You, yeah. You're functional. Yeah. Right. Not not uh, not eye candy. You're functional. You're making stuff happen. That's mm-hmm. what uh, electric power drum. Multifamily garage sale. That's a song I would actually download. I don't even know what it is, but I think it's funny. Um, uh, have you moved recently? Uh, I'm in the process of moving. Okay. Yeah. That's what that is. You you are uh, you're moving. And um, 
you're, you're, you're trying to decide what to take with you and what not. And there's one thing in particular, two things in particular, that, uh, you know, you either, every time you move, you, you throw a bunch of crap out and you move to the next place. And there are two things on your mind that you're thinking about throwing away, but you don't want to because you're sentimentally attached to them. Is there something with a parent or an ex that you probably should get rid of, but you're probably going to take with you? Uh, not that I can think of. Um, Have you started packing? A little bit. We literally just signed a lease, so we haven't okay. packed too much. All right. Well, you're, there, you're going to come across something that you should probably throw out, but you're not going... Are you currently in a relationship right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. You have something... An artifact, a letter. Uh, it could, it could, uh, from a young, from an earlier relationship, a physical thing that you're going to find when you're packing up your house. And your, your current girlfriend, uh, <clears throat> S, in her name, uh, middle name. Okay, she's not going to be happy when she finds this old thing from an old girlfriend. Do you have uh, things from ex-girlfriends that you've kept over the years? Uh, Letters, something like that? Not on the top of my head, but maybe something buried somewhere. I have something. Yeah, I think I you do. I think you do. And what's going to happen, you're going to be... I, I'm, I'm saving you a whole shitload of trouble right now, Andrew. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. What I'm seeing... What I'm seeing is that you and your roommate and your girl are packing up your stuff. And she's going to go, whoa, what is this? And you'll be like... She'll be getting powwowed. It'll be what happening. <laughs> And uh, uh, you're not going to be able to explain why you kept it, and that's going to upset her. Mm-hmm. So, what, what is there one significant ex in your life, in your past? Like one girl that was really great, and then it didn't work out? Uh, I'm, I think I'm currently with that girl, so I can't really say This that. is your first relationship? No, no, no. I'm, like, this is, like, the other two are, the other few were just like... Okay. You know. The other few. Yeah, not two. <laughs> Uh, any of the other few uh, a, a B or a D first name? No. Okay, I'm getting I'm getting I'm getting band aid. <laughs> B D. You know why? Because if if your current girl finds whatever it is, it's going to feel like a band aid getting ripped off your nuts. It's going to be very painful for you. Okay. So I think what you need to do is go home. <laughs> And find whatever it is and decide if you're going to keep it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may well want to keep it. And if you do, then uh, figure out a way where you can keep it and not get in trouble. Okay. Right? Yeah. But this is imminent. This is going to... Uh, it's happening now and I'm seeing... Th- that's, the, that's the garage sale. It's emotional, right? We have connections to things that are out of step with their real perceived actual value. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, some of the things at the Smithsonian... Right? It's a chair. It's a $40 chair. No, no, no. This is the chair that Jefferson sat in when he wrote the Declaration of Independence. So for people that understand that, priceless, right? And it's the same thing, the same thing with you. There are things that belie their actual value. And I think you need to go back and you've got something. You're going to discover something, and when you do, please tweet me because uh, I, I would like to know. I, I'm, I think it's I'm, I'm seeing paper. I'm seeing it's a letter, like a, an ex, uh, a, a, a love letter with uh, like a perfume on it, or um, cherry is what I'm smelling, like cherry lip gloss, like you know, fifteen year old girls wear. 
Okay. Is that ringing a bell? No. You no, didn't. No. Ha- you've never had an ex with cherry lip gloss. Not that I can think of. No. Really? Yeah. Did you ever deflower a girl? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, oh, that's the cherry. That's the cherry. Okay. Yeah. That's the cherry. Um, okay. Well, those three songs are very odd, and I, that's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing. Turnover and tumult in your life and a way for you to uh, head off a lot of trouble with the current girl by finding something that's close to your heart and then deciding what you want to do with it. I think it's something that you've got to sit down and have a powwow with yourself, like your other song, right? And decide what you want to do. Cool. All right. Give him a hand, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, we are out of time, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> We're done. I want to thank you all for coming. Make sure you listen to the podcast. It's iTunes Psychic on iTunes. Uh, I'm Dr. Lars Dingman, and I will see you in the future. Thanks for coming. Bye-bye. The iTunes Psychic. Subscribe for free iTunes Psychic, a top 10 iTunes podcast at iTunes Psychic on Facebook.